And all the brothers and sisters said, Amen. I, mean, I love that you yeah, think we're going to punch finger, him in the mouth. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> and I ain't butt-chugging anything. We got to do some content here. Uh, in the Venn diagram of fucked up, I'm not sure where that fits, but I'm pretty sure I hit the nail right on the head there. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision. Randy I mean, Sanders has the team dialed in. <laughs> they are ready to go. How many bananas do you want out of me? I don't know. I kind of want to give Vanderbilt some love here. I, 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 lo I love those head games of the two. The you got to weigh it's, all it's, your it's, options. It's so much fun. Nobody wants to go Lane Kiffin here? I might go Lane Kiffin here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is the final, 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 final episode of Liquor and Leagues for the 2022-2023 season. We have done it. We have managed to get through, and I apologize. This is on me completely on me it took us this long to get here i know you're probably disappointed you've been waiting to hear our wrap-up episode after the um i don't even know how you, georgia blowout georgia blowjob look I, I was gonna say let's be clear there's only two people that care about this episode grinch because georgia won <laughs> and thor because he because... won the whole league <laughs> won the whole motherfucker look yeah, honestly that's fair. the that reason done. i wanted that to record it episode ever <laughs> there's there's some boom shakalaka worthy things going on here yes uh so here we are it is the final episode of the 2022 2023 season of liquor and leagues where we talked about sec football almost exclusively uh for 16 17 weeks as it were and here we are the national championship game is over georgia uh, i mean just dominated uh, i don't has there been another national championship game like this I mean, honestly, I, I think I, this I didn't is even the, the largest score. blowout in modern uh, I championship put the area. Score. I literally put blowout. I think TCU scored seven, <laughs> and it was sixty-five to seven. To seven. And um, it was what? It was one blown coverage play. That was it. Yeah, they yeah. never even sniffed the end zone after that. Yeah, it um, was it was a massacre in every facet of the game. Fuck yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, Georgia's starting quarterback comes out at the beginning of the fourth quarter. There's no need to keep him in. The game is definitely over at that he point. He came out at 13 minutes, by the way. His number is 13. Uh, okay. I mean, that's the be beginning of the fourth quarter. Boom shakalaka. Right, it is. It's number one. They, they targeted the 13th minute, and it's <laughs> worth saying it, he is now considered one of the greatest walk-on athletes to ever play football. Until the next. Oh, wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that saying? There's Rudy. He's no, not better isn't. than Rudy. <laughs> no. Well, they may <laughs> yes, make a movie. <laughs> they may make a movie of him. Who knows? Uh, but here we are. Liquor and Leagues is back. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, you are. All things considered. Yeah, you are. Look, can, can we talk about good. fantasy football? Do you really want game. to? Do you want to talk uh, about more fantasy than this. football? <laughs> more than this. So a uh, quick breakdown. Here we are. The season's over. Grinch two-peated. He was the back-to-back champion in liquor and leagues this is the first he's been dethroned he is no longer yes, on the top spot. my reign of terror is over king of the mountain he's done um and i am now sitting in the top spot by one pick yeah so uh, it doesn't matter and i've though. given a lot of thoughts to which one of those one picks it was but i for obvious <laughs> he's gonna reasons, go back to that kentucky game where was that case like exactly fuck me on that one yes he did <laughs> well, so did i thought the, you so i thought you used... I thought you used your. I recall seeing that text. The wild card that you were using your wild card on the Kentucky if game. If only he had, and if you can produce I it, I will absolutely. If only I it. had. If, if only. only I had. Yeah, I wasn't going to use it for the national championship game because I just knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd look real dumb going TCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, what kind of an idiot would pick TCU to win? Yeah, <laughs> so hundred. 
116 games. I got 90 of them right. Grinch at 89, Haas at 88, Mack at 82. So our, our win percentages are are fairly similar to the previous season. You and know, it's worth, it is worth saying, in fairness say to Haas, he went yes. off on couples that I don't think oh, he would have course. picked otherwise. No, I don't think either of us would have picked TCU yeah, to beat Georgia with... other than just we had to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but great season nonetheless. I mean, great season of football. Kudos to Vandy for winning more than one game or two games or whatever it was. Um, Georgia, back to back. You know, I, do they do it in a third year? I don't know. Maybe I will. I will tell you the schedule is very, very favorable. Very you guys favorable. to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, well, who's going to be your quarterback next year, though? Because Bennett's leaving. Car- well, you've got Carson Beck, you got Brock Vandergriff, and Gunnar okay. Stockton, and you got a four star in the next cycle. We're possibly going to get Riola in twenty twenty five, the number one quarterback and pick overall. And again, so I, the, the, the 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 bigger issue, if I can. Just praise Todd Munkin some more. He'll be leaving potentially to come to Tampa. Well, he's certainly there's a lot of good reasons to want to bring him in. Uh, He is the current highest paid assistant coach, but some of the reasons that Brock Vandergriff and Carson Beck did not enter the transfer portal is they said, "I don't know that I can learn any more than I can learn from Todd Munkin with the way he coaches them up." And that's awesome because you would think these four stars would walk if they're not the starter. You know, I think I think they're both four stars, maybe. But the quarterback room's healthy Um, and the schedule is very favorable for a quarterback to get his feet under him and begin become the leader of the team. And I believe the 12 team playoff kicks in next year. I believe. Does it? Is it next year or 2024? I, I can't. I, it might be the. It might be the one after. I'm, I get I'm a little sure. confused by the information yeah. I've seen. I thought but... it was 2025. I right. thought it was 2024. Either way, you may it not have. It's moot point. You may not have Todd Munkin next season because it's all the chatter here in Tampa. Is he used to be the offensive coordinator under Dirk Cutter in 2018 when Dirk Cutter got fired, Todd left, and now they're talking about bringing him back as the offensive coordinator because of what he has done at Georgia and, and what he brings to the table. I know it is something that is seriously being looked at by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What does that do to Georgia? If he, if he does. Uh, so a um, couple of things um, related to Georgia, but let me first answer this. Uh, CFP will expand to 12 teams starting with the 2024 season. So, yeah. Um, sure. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, I, Georgia did have some players enter the transfer portal. Probably the one of the one that surprised most people. Like nobody, nobody was really shocked by the fact Eric Gilbert, Eric Gilbert left five-star tight end that started at LSU. Barely saw the field. Of He's course, transferring. Look at who your tight ends were. Uh, right. And that's why he left because now Oscar Delp, who's like six four two fifty, 250, you know, is going to be the number two behind Brock Bowers, most you likely. You know, I, I grew up with a guy that's his nephew. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I, <laughs> on a quick sidebar. So I was on Facebook, uh, I think during the game or shortly after the national championship game. And uh, the buddy of mine was, you know, they were wearing, all wearing his jerseys as his, yeah, it's his nephew. I just, I thought it was cool. Anyway, okay, cool. Go. go ahead. Um, but AD Mitchell, 
who's caught some historic catches for Georgia. Is that including, Adonai or however you say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, is transferring. Um, so the question was then, well, what's the wide receiver room look like? Well, you picked up Missouri and Mississippi State's number one receivers in the transfer portal. So they're like seven, eight deep in receiver, I think. Not an issue. Um, yeah, so it's not an issue. Running um, back, there's probably still deep. McIntosh, McIntosh declared, but um, who's the other running back? I'm drawing a blank on is returning. And interestingly, Cedric Van Pran, the center, is coming back. Um, I think his draft stock showed him maybe like a third rounder. So I think he's trying to up his value to get into a higher, higher position. Um, but there was one line quality assurance coach that's going to UAB. Uh, UAB with Trent Dilfer is, is an interesting story. Um, and certainly Deion Sanders going to Colorado is an interesting story. But um, I think the team's going to be fine. Um, I think LSU and Bama are going to be are going to be right back. I, I think in the mix, LSU did a ton of shit with the transfer portal, um, and Tennessee is probably going to be dynamic again. Um, so, uh, so all that to say, uh, I think Georgia is po- it is possible for them to to be in the mix again, um, and they've got more returners this year than they did the previous year. And so, with a favorable schedule. Yeah. And so there you go. And that schedule's weak as shit. And part of that is because the SEC asked Georgia to drop the Oklahoma game <clears throat> because they're coming to the conference. So they That's had to easy. fill it with what was available, which is why they ended up with, you know, whomever. It's it, it, like I said, the schedule is actually a little embarrassing. It's, it's it is. But it's like you said, you play the team in front of you. Yep. So it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so let's go around the room real quick. Haas, South Carolina, brothers. How would you have graded them this year? I give them a B plus. Yeah, really? I give them a, yeah, I give them B plus. Yeah, and and most of that's hung on their special teams. I, I assume. mean, number one special teams in the nation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> without that, bro. I mean, well, you know, you, I, I mean, mean he, here's the South truth, Carolina uh, or the. Tennessee and Clemson wins. Holy yeah. cow. Well, that's why they get the B plus because look, as a as a Carolina fan, uh, if you can beat Georgia and you can beat Clemson, that's a winning season. You can lose all the other games, no one cares. Um, they couldn't beat Georgia, but honestly, that's really like a it's a, it, the, the Clemson win is obviously always the bigger win. And so that was huge. Yes, taking down two top ten teams back to back. Um they were in the bowl game. I would have loved to have seen them get the W over Notre Dame. That would have been nice. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, Shane Beamer got a fat raise uh, to bring them back. They've got a new offensive coordinator that I'm excited about, Dow Loggins. Um, they just signed the number one offensive tackle in the country. He, he committed today, Kip something another. Pringle. Pringle, Kip Pringle. Thank you. We'll see if he sticks around. Depends yeah. on what his NIL deal is. Yeah, well, I mean, you mean like who's who's the who's the quarterback that Florida lost? Jaden right? Rashad <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Look, and and all all things being equal, and I googled this, the number one recruit in college football this year is who? It's uh, it's not Peyton Manning. It's um, no Arch Manning. The other, the, Arch, 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 Manning. Arch, it's not Arch, Arch Manning. Manning. It's the other it's quarterback. Not. No, he's number okay. three. Well, the well, highest paid. It, it depends on where you look, right? The two four seven composite or whatever, right? Moved him to like or on three. Somebody <clears throat> moved him to third. I forget who went into first. Well, regardless of that fact, the highest nil deal right now is Arch Manning at three point five million. Yeah, this kid at Florida 
this five-star who I think was ranked 14th overall, $13 million deal. Uh, there's no way that could have been legit. Like, I, I mean, the highest deal right now is Arch Manning at 3.5, and this kid's getting $13 million. Yeah. Word on the street, it was the University of Florida NIL Consortium, which is not tied to the university. But apparently what happened was they came to an agreement of this eight-figure deal, and he signed his letter of intent. Then it turns out there were benchmarks to make that $13 million. He had to hit specific benchmarks during his time here, and he came out and said, that's not what we agreed to. It was supposed to be front-loaded money all up front. I don't even see how that's fucking possible when the biggest deal is $3.5 million, how you think eight figures is going to be up front. At 18 years old, of course, you're going $13 million. I'm taking that. So he jumped from Miami to Florida, and when he found out it wasn't upfront money, he bounced. Or he requested to be released from his letter of intent, which I think last Thursday, Florida actually agreed They, they to. have released him. Yeah, They did release him. And who the fuck knows where he's going? Well, but that's I'm the like, problem right now, right? Is, you know, everybody's pretty much got their recruiting class locked up. So, you know, not only do you look at it and go, okay, well, he's bounced from Miami to Florida. Now he's bounced from Florida. You know, if I don't commit to this NIL money, he's going to bounce from me. You know, it does at some point say something about the quality of his character. character. Not that I, right. I, look, I would have well, done the goddamn exact and, same thing. If I was told this, you know, I was getting X, and now you come back and say, yeah, oh, no, we've changed the number but, on this. But then you're I would have bounced, see, too. But you're starting to see a pattern with this kid. And I think if I'm a coach somewhere, I'm talking uh, to my staff, and I'm going, no. Is he worth it? We're, right. we're not but, interested in putting up with those kind of distractions and bullshit. But we're you would have done the play. same thing, though, right? At 18, uh, yes, Haas would no, have No, no, you'd do the same fucking thing tomorrow. At 18, Don't yes. Don't you wouldn't. No, you're not Somebody 18 says tomorrow. 13 million. Would I, though? It, just yes. to add to what if I was saying earlier. Said we were going to give you $13 million, <laughs> and then you know you said, okay, fine, I'll sign with you. And then they came back and said, no, we're not. You wouldn't continue to work there. I, I, I mean, I guess I would say absent, what are you saying after the 13 million isn't happening the way I expect would weigh in heavy. And if there's not good answers, because if I, to, to your point, Mac, if I went from knowing and feeling confident, I had a deal to, I don't even know what the hell's happening anymore. Yeah. I'd walk. Well, and again, apparently the word on the street, as I said, is they simply said, it's not that the money's not there is that you have to hit these benchmarks to obtain that money. And may I don't know what the benchmarks Which were. I think they didn't reasonable, say that. But... Right. And that's what I think in terms of NIL, that's totally reasonable. If you go, well, if you uh, have eight wins a season, you get X amount of dollars. You throw so many touchdowns, you get X amount of dollars. If you're here the entire four years, you get X amount of dollars. Yeah. Because... The problem you've got now is I guarantee you none of that shit was put on paper because why would you put anything like that mm -hmm. on paper? And so now you've got a he said, she said situation. Well, contract. I mean, I'm sure Haas can speak to this contract law. If it ain't in writing, it didn't happen. I mean, there's, right. there's yeah, but that's where that's there's where I agree. Exceptions to there's that. a handshake. If you're 18, and year old, if you're 18 years old, <laughs> you do believe what they're going to tell you, right? And, and but I don't know the specifics. All I'm saying is to go from a, again the highest deal in college football at Archie Manning at 3.5 to 13 million for a number 14th ranked five star quarterback. That's astronomically different for 18-year-olds. I don't know how he thought yeah. that that's all front-loaded money. What because they told him it was going to be potentially. But, but well, we're it, speculating they told him. I said potentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, yeah, it's it's another saga in the NIL story. 
But what's amazing to me is they now have algorithms to predict NIL value of players based on their social media presence. Has it even been so around long enough? Take, that didn't I, take I, I, well, The taste clusters money, have decided. Money motivates, right? right? You know, and and just to go back, so 247 Sports still shows Arch Manning as the number one overall. Dante Moore, quarterback going to UCLA, is number two. The, the, the player that I had read in a separate ranking that moved to one was Nico... Iamalavale, Iamal, uh, Iamal. Is he going to Clemson? Liaba like going oh, to quarterback? Tennessee. Nico. Oh, no, just Nico going, going Nico. to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, so obviously, I would think you would score Georgia an A. Haas is going with a B plus. Mac, what would you score Florida? F. F. Okay, you lost so. to Vanderbilt at home and got blown out by Oregon State. <laughs> Fuck you. That's an F. I'm sorry. But, but my problem was Anthony Richardson didn't play in the bowl game. It doesn't matter. And Jack you Miller have gotten blown out. Jack Miller never did he even take a snap this season? Next man up. Because you know what? You're going to be the starter next year, potentially. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I, I just said, but, but yeah, I'm maybe. saying potentially. That's that's the way it should roll, right? Is that you've been there in the system playing backup. You should be the next man up to be the uh the starter. So, so okay, fine. D. If you want to, if you no, don't no, like my I'm F, fine with your F. I'm fine with your F. Uh, Haas will tell you Shane Beamer's the guy. Grinch will make no argument. Kirby Smart's the guy. What about Billy Napier? It's I'm not going to say it's not the guy yet. Not yet. So now I, this no, is his I, first recruiting I think, class. I, I, I think we cancel his season. We cancel his season. Yeah, his it's been one season. Can't, you cancel. We're canceling Florida football. His taste of clusters are not good. They're not good. No, um, I, I think well, I think this Jaden Richarda thing is going to speak volumes to to what he can do as far as recruiting. And I know all that's not under his control, right? But he was involved in that without a doubt. And so you know now you've lost your only five star recruit in your recruiting class. That that concerns me a little bit, but I'm not ready to pull the plug yet. But go back a few years and look at Georgia. How many non five star recruit Brock Bowers was not a five star recruit. McConkey, not a five-star recruit. Stetson Bennett, not a five-star recruit. I, I understand that, but I'm just saying when you lose your only five-star recruit. Well, it, it, here's here's what I'll say. If you're going to be competitive into the season, back to the point of next man up, you have to have depth. Yes. Right. It, it You know, Georgia lost Nolan Smith, who was kind of the heartbeat of that whole defense. Somebody else had to step up, which which he did. But that's how you have to build teams now. You can't be one deep and your whole system runs on that. Right. Because you're one injury away from going, well, what could have been? You know, and it's interesting because I was I was reading another article about, you know, so what's your we talked about do national championships change your the, do they move the needle on recruits? Now we we certainly brought a ton of recruits in for the parade, the national championship parade and celebration, which undoubtedly had an effect as opposed to the opposite of like, oh, we didn't go to a bowl, right? But the new so you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase this article. NIL money is 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 nice. It is, and I would have taken it. Oh man, would I have taken it as a college <laughs> student. But you know how much money a first round draft pick makes and like signing bonuses and shit, as opposed to an NIL deal. Yeah. That's what you sell. 
And if you look at Kirby Smart statistics of putting players into the NFL, he uh-huh. has put more into the NFL than Georgia did in the entire 1990s. But I think this is where it comes back to to the point Thor was making earlier, right? At 18 years old, you're looking at that NIL money going, you know, I could be one blindside tackle away from not having an NFL career. I want to get paid now. Now. Well, yeah. what and what my counter would be is are you coming here to be in the NFL? Do you love the game? Let's say you do get injured. Are you going to have the heart and tenacity to stay with the team, to keep working? Because if you will, I'm going to make you a product NFL draft worthy. But you can't That's guarantee what, that if you get no, injured. Well, you can't. I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm not trying to be flippant. You can't guarantee yeah. anything, right? But, well, that's true. Yeah, I agree. I mean, A.D. Mitchell played in like three games or something last season because of injuries. He got hurt in Oregon game. And so, you know, he tra- he chose to transfer, and it is it's his decision. He thinks he's got better opportunities somewhere else to, to play he, elsewhere. He sees the competition. He wants to be on the field. Now right. we also know Georgia's offense doesn't focus on receivers. It does the twelve man where you do the two tight end set and the one running back. That's primarily what everything Todd Munkin does is based out of. You know, but that. I've heard Kirby Smart say it. I've read numerous articles of like, this is how they approach recruits. If we are going to make you into this, we're going to take a three-star Jordan Davis and make him a first-rounder. We're going to take an unheralded Brock Bowers, a walk-on Lad McConkey, you know, and turn them in to tremendous players. And that's what you sell. If you end up with a bunch of players who only want what can you give me, then you don't have a locker room. Like you don't have a you, you culture. Have, you have 2022 Texas A&M. Like we talked about <laughs> with with a lot of the NFL, you have a lot of independent contractors. Yeah, that you have to find a way to motivate. Right, and the other issue, and again, I think this comes back to our paying college players is like the kid at the five star at Florida. He's not. He didn't go to Miami for the education. He sure as shit didn't come to Florida for the education. And, and wherever he lands, he won't care about the education. He's going to no, go where the money is. It. It's and money he's and the next know, the next step. And I think that's part of my problem with this whole situation is it's an educational institution first. It is a place of sports second. And now we have flipped mm-hmm. that narrative. And and kids are going, especially with the NIL situation. Kids are coming for the money. They don't, and and they will jump ship as fast as as anything if they feel like, well, I'm not getting the playtime I want, or I'm not getting the deal I want, and they'll go elsewhere. And I think honestly, that's what Napier needs to be worried about. He he needs to navigate the remainder of this pretty carefully because, mm-hmm. again, to your point, Mac, if I'm bringing in a guy who's like. Oh, if I get injured, everything's out the window. Do you do you think he's going to give his best on the field? No, no, he's, he's going to be. Gonna, that's always going to be in his mind. He's going to be going down like shadow boxing, you know. Like as soon as <laughs> something comes near him, he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And 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 that just isn't. You can't practice that way. You know, you, you can't, can't train that, that way. way. It's you can't build a team that way because it's all individuals, right? I mean, you know, I, I, it was interesting to me again. I. I we're in a good place, so I can I can tell a lot of good stories, <laughs> and things can churn on a dime. We know, but they said in the article about the quarterback room that when when Georgia found out it was playing TCU, JT Daniels sent Stetson Bennett 
all his notes that he compiled watching, you know, TCU and how they played. He's not even with the team anymore. But yet he did that, which speaks to the bond, you know, of those players in that room. And I know they all went on the field, right? You don't want somebody who doesn't want on the field. Right. But the opposite can be really, really toxic. And it's that thing that permeates. Everybody knows it's there, but it's really hard to address. Right. Without breaking the system, firing your head coach, and completely starting all over. And so I think Coach Napier has got to he, – he, I don't know if he's a strong enough personality to get on top of the Florida it, – it, it's the same problem Auburn had, right? You need a coach that can even get the boosters in line. Yeah. Of like, stop undercutting me, motherfucker. I'm alpha dog. I'm telling you where the program's going. I need you to support me, not be running around behind who the president and whatever the school whispering, like you're not happy with what's going on. Right. And and that's to me, like it takes a special personality to be that strong and dominant in the room to where the money's going to follow where you need it to go to complement what you're doing, not undermine. So Mac, I think I would, uh, all of that to say, Mac, I think I would agree the <laughs> D, the F, like in terms of Florida, what we expect, but I also don't want to get kind of pigeonholed into that. We need to, it's the win now mentality. You know, well, no, and I, about yeah. That. And that's what I said. I, I'm not pulling the plug on Billy Napier. I'm not pulling the plug on Florida or anything like that. Right. But if you look at what you expected from this season, and it's certainly the way they came out in the first game, um, I, I think this is an F. You expect – I'm not saying you expect them to win the conference, you know, win the division, you know, any of that stuff. I mean, you like for them to do it. But, you know, what is expected of them on a regular basis, this is well, not it. And if this right. is the pattern that continues, it's going to be a problem, and it will lead to – the end of Napier's tenure in Florida, without a doubt. Rapidly. I mean, I I think with, with with Florida, you can break them into categories of scoring of uh, rating, because to me, and, and again, I just I'm, I'm I'm trying to be a student of the game, and I just watch what's happening. Um, we all thought Kentucky had done what we all preach, right? Patience, build the mm-hmm. right way, get there, earn the facilities build the core gets, you know, kind of consistent recruiting classes. This leads to success. I mean, we've seen the other teams that tried the lightning in a bottle transfer portal. I'll take everything and anything that's out there. I'm going to wow you with my quarterback and tell you I'm throwing the, the ball, even when we're on defense. Yeah. Right. And see how that worked. (laughs) Um, And then you've got everything in between. And I think Florida is somewhere in that spectrum of of everything in between. You don't quite know what they're trying to achieve. There's some, there's some identity. There's some identity issues related to AR became like everything got hung on his shoulders and Florida went as AR went. And I just don't know that he was quite ready for that without some better support. Well, and and I think one thing that concerns me, you know, is that I don't know what Billy Napier's offensive plan is yet. Because I think you're right. I think they just hung everything on Anthony Richardson this year and, and not really had a, you know, I'm going to be a, you know, 
we're going to play a pro style offense and we're going to run the ball or, you know, we're going to throw to the tight ends or we're going to go back to fun and gun. You know, I don't, I think to your point, there's no identity in his offense or his team yet. And he better get there quick. Um, you know, I, I mean, like I said, I'm all about giving guys a couple years, but you, you just squandered one of them. Yeah. And, I, and maybe the issue I mean, obviously, I think there's there's probably a greater issue there. But when you look back um, in terms of the control of the team, when we talk about Anthony Richardson, if you go back a few years, like there, there's been no like a Stetson Bennett who's been there multiple years and has been established and has helped develop the offense. He's been in control. And you look at at Florida, you had Kyle Trask. He had that really standout year. Prior to him, you had Malik Zaire. But after Kyle Trask, who, you had who? Emory Jones. <laughs> Malik Zaire. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's, you, no cons- yeah. there's been no real consistency at the primary point of the offense at quarterback. In the last decade, they have had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 quarterbacks in the last decade. At the primary position. At the primary That's position. That's a problem. Now. Well, I, I say that, but Jack Miller, he played in one game. Jack Miller the third. But prior to yeah, that, subtract still. one from that list, like 12, 11 or 12 quarterbacks, because there's been no sustainable consistency at the quarterback right. position. And it's hard to develop an offense around a guy when you're swapping guys regularly. And and guess what? They just lost their 2023 five-star quarterback recruit. So, you know, maybe Jack Miller, the third is the guy. He just, he hasn't gotten the chance. He's played one game. Well, we we know it's not Kitna. Well, that's, that's (laughs) a fucking truth. But um, yeah, there has just been, I mean, they have really, the last time they had consistency was in in the the gaps between Chris Leak and Tim Tebow from 2003 to 2009 they had two quarterbacks that right. was the last time they had consistent quarterback play after that i mean they have just run the gauntlet in terms of quarterbacks there's just and, been and no look, it's, consistency it's a it's a list of guys that have gone on to do okay but why have they not been able to produce and sustain there right yeah i i don't know and and again i think part of it is also you know, you went from Urban Meyer and then you start after he left, you started running the gauntlet in terms of you, coaches. Yeah. Coach, head coaches and offensive coordinators. You're changing right. that all the time. Right. So you're changing your schemes, which changes and, and, who you want to quarterback you. But if I you look remember, at this, I, I remember, sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. I, I was going to say, if you look at the same window versus Georgia, Georgia's had two coaches in the last decade. Really? With um, yeah, makes it Kirby Smart yeah. and your boy. I can't there, there's consistency there. Rick. Rick, Mark Rick. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like 10, 12 years, they've had two coaches where Florida has had half a dozen. And it's just like, shit, man. The coaching carousel at Florida hasn't helped not just the head coach, but the, the coordinators, the offense and defensive coordinators have been swapping up. And so it's just like there's just been no – they haven't breeded consistency at Florida, and that's been part of their problem. Well, and I'll tell you too – I remember reading an article about Napier's philosophy on how he was going to approach recruiting because he said if you lose Florida or whatever percentage of the team was Florida recruits, um, you know, that was what led to success. So, I, I, you know, as I look at Florida in the 2023 cycle, ranked 14th. So their recruits are from, you know, in order. Alabama, Florida, 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 New Jersey, Florida, Florida, Georgia, Florida, 
Georgia, Florida, Georgia, Florida, Florida, Florida. Yeah, but there. But if you go, if you, I'll, I'll, I could use Alabama as well. But if you go to Georgia, um, they Florida, Alabama, Massachusetts, Florida, Florida, South Carolina, Florida, 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 which is obviously an awesome recruiting. Georgia, Florida, Georgia, Georgia, Florida. North Carolina, North Carolina, California, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Texas, Nevada, Virginia, North Carolina, Louisiana. In terms of recruiting talent out of high school, the two big ones are always going to be Florida and Texas. Florida and Texas. That's just how it is. But let's, it's, it's, well, I think it's, I mean, one, two, three, four, it doesn't matter, but it's Florida, Georgia, Texas, California. California. But they're always going to be big players. They're losing the recruiting battle in state. To, I mean, they're losing it to Miami and Florida State right now, and Hell, UCF you know, and USF and, and whoever else. I mean, I don't know that they're losing it to them yet. No, I know, I know. <laughs> that, that you know, I mean, look, they're they're potentially even losing it to Georgia. Well, yeah. Miami's sitting at seventh, right? So now. you know that that's a problem when you can't recruit in your own home state, right? And, and out recruit the other teams. That that's going to lead to issues. But you know what people will claim? It speaks to the level of competition within the state in terms of the other schools. That's what the argument they'll make. It doesn't, Georgia though, because has, two of the Georgia other schools has play no in the competitor ACC, in sucks. Georgia. Georgia has no other competitor in that state. Georgia Tech, no. They have no other competitor. South Carolina has And they just, changed, they just changed head coaches as well. Yeah, so Georgia Florida Tech, has... Yeah. Florida has multiple schools they're competing with. So you at least have to, they'll make that argument. Well, it speaks to the caliber of play at other institutions in the state. Florida has to up their game to be able to compete with those players, you know, those people. Yes, they do. So, And that's my point. They need to up their game so that they're not losing those recruits. 100%. Look, at the end of the day, it was a great season. SEC dominated. Even if they didn't dominate in bowl games, Georgia dominated in the only game that fucking mattered. And it, well, and it LSU uh, shellacked Purdue. Yes. Uh, Tennessee hammered Clemson. Arkansas lost. Florida lost. South Carolina lost. Um, let's keep running down. Uh, Alabama Ten- did win. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, th- I think I'm pretty sure we were like 500 in bowl games in terms yeah. of our win. It, it wasn't a great showing. It, it's like the top did really well. Everybody else didn't. Didn't. Right. I, I will say for me, Georgia. Uh, was not a standout team in terms of the expectation. They did what you expected them to do. The, the team for me in the SEC was Tennessee that went yeah, well above and beyond what I think I thought they were going to do at the beginning of the season. But but then you had teams like Kentucky that you thought were going to be Arkansas, Kentucky, that, Arkansas. that team, yeah. yeah, Arkansas. What the it, fuck it happened? Reminds to them? me of the SEC shorts end of season grades. Did you guys yeah. see that? I did see no, that. I, the I, end I, of it really, really made me sad. Yeah. But, I know, yeah. I know. I, um, I, I, we, we should definitely mention uh, we are lesser for not having Mike Leach. Yeah, as part of in, the, in the state. Yeah, yeah. I thought SEC shorts handled it really well. Um, mm-hmm. and I forget the guy's name who does the roll call. I thought he handled it well, also. But you know, and we'll see if Tennessee does the same thing this year. Was that the start? I mean, not the start, but is that, them that finally a eclipsing? Right, or was it the LSU of 2019 that had a great season and then just fucking comes apart the next year? We'll see. Uh, but it, obviously, it was a great season at SEC football. You know, Georgia's going to be the team to beat. They're going to have the target on their back. 
We'll see if they can produce. Now you said strength of schedule is a, a little almost comical. It is. But, uh, you know, that schedule was set in advance. I mean, it's not like they just did it yesterday. It's been set in advance. So, you know, you get what you well, get. And- it doesn't matter. You still got to, you still got to beat Tennessee. You got to beat Kentucky. You got to beat right. South Carolina, Florida. I'm not exactly. going to throw Vanderbilt in there. Um, you know, and those are conference games, which are always going to be tough games, you know, e- even if those teams are having down years. And you never seem to play Auburn or LSU, but you're going to, or uh, Alabama no, no, no. or LSU, but yeah, you're yeah. going to have Auburn. Yeah, and again, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's still a conference game, and it is for you guys. It's a rivalry game. Did, yeah. And did, Auburn didn't they who sign a, has a new head coach? Yeah, was is it Cadillac it, uh, Williams? Hugh, Hugh Freeze. Is it? <laughs> oh, is that who it Hugh is? Hugh Freeze oh. and Cadillac oh. Williams was retained on staff. Oh, you, I'm you sure he was Hugh like, Freeze? "Fuck you." Guys. Oh, and I think Bobby <laughs> Petrino is going to A and M as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Jim Blow, Jim Blow Fisher is going to try I mean, to rebound. We talked. I, I started to say this earlier. The, Florida doesn't deserve an F. They deserve like a D because A&M deserves, deserves an F. the F. Jesus. They definitely get the award of it couldn't have happened to a more deserving team award. Yeah. I mean, you go from preseason top 10 to not making a bowl game. Yeah. Uh, did they win five games? And I and I said 27 transfers. I think it's 22 transfers. That's okay. Couldn't have happened to a more deserving team. At the end of the day, like I said, the only, the only line that matters is Georgia won the national championship. It speaks to the dominance of the SEC. I mean, in, in the modern, the CFP era, I mean, the SEC has all been dominated. Let me ask you this. Do you think the Georgia-Michigan game would have been a closer game than Georgia-TCU? It's, you know, it's interesting. I mean, as we all commented on the last, during the playoffs, TCU was just relentless and Michigan was on the back foot from the start and they couldn't even muster more than one positive drive. Yeah. And so I, I agree with coach smart. A does if a equals B, it does not equal C like you play the team in front of you and everything is different. But holy shit, did I mean I did not see 65 to 7 happening. No. I knew they'd win. I was fairly certain yeah. of that, but I did not. I mean, because we well, all you saw the weird lines moving and everybody's like, oh, I don't know. And Lee Corso picks TCU. So there was some weirdness going on, right? Well, but, but TCU they, put up 51 on Michigan. You would have expected them to put up a few points right. on Georgia, I, more than seven. I, I guess I'm left wondering Michigan must have completely outschemed Ohio State in their game. They just they just came at the game the right way and Ohio State was just overwhelmed and then they never recovered mentally, physically, whatever it was. And maybe that's the difference between an Ohio State who has one week to prepare versus they're not even in a bowl game or a playoff game or a yeah, they're not in the championship. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So they've got all that time to just study, 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 study. And then they yeah. get that redemption mantra that they repeat, which is is powerful, right? Because they sh- – I mean, you know, I, we were all together watching the game. I've said either team could have won that game. And really, if you're Ohio State, you're sick at your stomach. 
because you you know you would have beat TCU. <laughs> right. Yeah. You go and 65. you only have so many so many opportunities. And, and 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 all I'll say to that to any Ohio State fan that's out there is during the Jim Trestle area era era the sweater vest and all that I got a little irritated, but I actually have a tremendous amount of support respect for them as a as a team. Look, look, you um, can't even get it out. <laughs> I know. No, <laughs> our nuclear program is for peaceful purposes. Um, yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for them as a program. Um, I, 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 they could have won. All I'll say to them is, I have been a Georgia fan, and I remember being in fucking Afghanistan, watching Georgia lose on the one yard line to Alabama. <laughs> knowing whoever won that game was going to beat the shit out of Notre Dame, which Alabama did. I've also been a Georgia fan when Georgia lost on second and 26 in a national championship, a game in which they won. They were winning the entire game until that moment. I empathize, but that's the way things work in the game. Yeah. Um, You know, the whole, like, we talked about this, you know, the whole... um, targeting you know was there a missed hold i'm like you you can't well, what do you want me rest. to tell you yeah the you game, can't let it the was reviewed outcome the game right yeah the, the, the play was reviewed i'm not a referee i'm not in the booth you can conspiracy theory all you want i didn't i i mean i know we we don't all agree on this i didn't think it was a targeting call and the game played out what the way it did your kicker could have won the game and he fucking did it right it wasn't blocked. He just fucking missed it. And again, I, I think it was targeting, but does that would that have changed the outcome of the game? We don't know because it right. didn't happen. But as as we said, you don't if you're relying on the refs to win that game for you, then you've already lost. You know, and that's that's part of your problem right there. You you yeah. don't put the game in a position where you have to rely on the refs. You you do a sixty five to seven, so the refs become irrelevant. And- and I've will be the first to tell you I have screamed at the TV when a, a holding call wasn't called. You no no. Somehow the refs didn't not. hear me. I mean, I was really loud. Fuck, I was really loud. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, look, yes, the, I will bask in this as long as I can. Hey, man, and you guys have earned it back to back. Will they do a three-peat? I don't know. I mean, you didn't three-peat Liquor and Leagues champion. I didn't. So maybe but Georgia. This is the Georgia one. So. Which is interesting. Both years you won liquor and leagues. Georgia won the national championship. No, 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 no. no. That's my point. Is they didn't. You're right. I'm sorry. I I'll stop drinking. If then doesn't equal. <laughs> a doesn't a plus b doesn't equal c. That's what I'm banking on. Yeah, you're hoping. But math is math, man. With it. USC, and even though Vince Young's knee was down, three peating is really, really Tough. hard. Yes, it is really, really hard. So. All right, gents. Well, we will leave it there. 23, 22, 23 is done. SEC football is over, has been. Uh, I'm sorry it took us so long to get back to this. It, it's nice to finally do it. Uh, Congratulations, I, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, As, we, we have to convey the new plan, which is we all send you 25 bucks so you can get a bottle of your choosing. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about doing a bottle, and then we said, you know what, whoever the winner is, let's just give them cash. They can buy whatever the fuck they want. Makes it as easy. As long as it's a bottle of bourbon. Does it, does, do I have to show you the bottle of bourbon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can do that, um, but I can buy whatever I want. Yes. Okay, it's not like, oh, you got to specifically buy. No, okay. no. 
I'm, it should, it should be Bib and Tucker. I'm good with that. Bib and Tucker. You must be inside a liquor store when it's been. I'm good with that too. <laughs> I will take that money and I will buy plenty of alcohol. Now, um, what if he buys a hooker, you know, gets a hooker inside the liquor store? Does uh, that still cool. count? He, he said oh, it yeah. doesn't matter as long as it's spent in as the liquor store. In, I just wanted to see where we're Send pictures where we're or it didn't happen. That's it. Um, yeah, because I, 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 I won the liquor and leagues. This is my first liquor and leagues championship. And I also won the fantasy football championship going from dead last to dead first. Um, Heavy is the head that wears the crown. It was a good year for me. Everybody's going to be aiming for you. Remember how you bitches were all conspiring to get me? We're all conspiring to get to you. I'm I'm done. This is the last episode of Liquor. I'm ready to mail this fucking banana somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) To yourself. Apparently. Return to Cinda. (laughs) I don't want to spend the money to to mail it, so I just keep losing. That's why. (laughs) I mean, that's one way to do it. I think if whoever loses should have to pay you to mail it. Like if I lose, I should have to send you the money to mail it. You shouldn't have to eat that cost. I yeah, I'm okay with that, except that apparently I don't seem to be winning anytime soon. <laughs> well, look, you I, were second I don't have to place. win. I just had to come in not last. You were second place in Laker and League or uh, fantasy football. I was going to say, no, I wasn't. Was no, I third? Was, yeah, you I was, were third. I was third. You were third. Haas, Haas, Haas came fourth. out of the gate gunning and ended up. Well, he last. won the regular season. Uh, won the regular, which means you're, nothing. You're in my opinion, doesn't, it means fuck all. You're a bottom Haas. That's right, Haas. Welcome to the bottom. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Strangely, I think he's here. into it. He's yeah, I think so. The ranks of the bottom. Uh, all right, gents. Well, we will leave it there. I'm looking forward to a new season of Liquor and Leagues when we reach the fall, uh, August, September timeframe, probably August. I haven't looked at the schedule, so I don't know, but it'll be August sometime. We will be back for all of our listeners. Please stay tuned. Uh, we will we will start putting out uh, some information on that as we get into the year, and you guys will know when it's coming. But Liquor and Leagues will be back for another season. Uh, we'll see how Florida does. We'll see how Georgia does. And if South Carolina special team shows up for another year, maybe the rest of the team will decide to show up too. Uh, as always, gentlemen, I appreciate doing this week in and week out, your hot takes, your perspective, and your approach to SEC football here in the South. Love doing this week in and week out. I will miss you guys until we get to the fall, but uh, looking forward to it as always. So until we meet again, I bid you adieu. Later, gents. Later.